0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at com.
2: Tony is looking for a second date update with a guy named Daniel. Tony, how are you?
1: Uh, first off, I love you guys so much. Well, thank
2: you. Thank you for coming on and thank you yes. for putting yourself out there on second date update. I know that's not always easy.
1: No, it's not. But listen, I, I listen to you guys and I laugh every day and... To I be mean, quite honest, I've always asked myself whether or not I would call you if I ever got ghosted by a guy, you know, one that I really liked. Right. And um, I guess you're getting my answer right now, so.
2: <laughs> well, let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Daniel, and how did that first date go?
1: Well, I am super disappointed, and now I'm feeling really awkward because I'm going to be seeing him probably tomorrow night, so. Oh, really? Um, oh, Yeah. His daughter and my daughter have dance class together, and that's how we met. So um, he brings her uh, every other week to class when he has her, and he's incredibly adorable with her. Like He's he's the guy that all the moms in the class stare at and whisper about when he can't hear, when he's not around, you know? (laughs) It's so Um, sexy
0: when a man is good, especially with a daughter. Has he ever shown up at dance class with fingernail polish on or anything
1: like that? Oh, little bows (laughs) in his hair. That's cute. Stickers, yes. To, like, add the cherry on top, he's very good-looking and Mm -hmm. sweet. Like, he's just incredibly handsome. That's nice. Um, Just so sexy. No arrogance. He could afford, he could probably afford to be a little arrogant. He's that handsome. And he's a successful business owner, so he lives very comfortably, drives a Mercedes. He comes straight from work sometimes. He's wearing this nice suit, fancy shoes. Anyway, like he's just the package, you know? Anyway,
0: all the moms um, are staring at this guy the entire time all class the is moms. going and paying yes. attention, yeah.
1: Exactly. He's the thing that they want.
0: Okay. <laughs> um,
1: so, <laughs> so I sat by him a couple times, and the conversation was great. And I don't know what got into me, but I asked him out to dinner, and he actually agreed, and then I got nervous. So I was like a total wreck the day of the date. Like, I couldn't believe I put myself out there like that. And I had to control my urge to drink too much wine at dinner because I was so nervous, and I could totally see myself having a cocktail to try to relax and then becoming a bit of a drunk mess. So kept it cool. I only had a glass and a half and a maintained all my self control, which was, whew, I was very That's proud good. of myself. Um, <laughs> thank you.
2: And by the way, kudos to you because I'm sure you're not the only single mom there, but you are the only one who had the guts to walk up to him and have the confidence to say, let's have dinner.
1: Oh, yes. I got a couple high fives when <laughs> mom found out about it. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. I resisted the urge to jump on him right at the table. Like, seriously, like I was self-control was on point he he was looking good that night as well of course his quiet confidence kept him calm and cool the entire time but he seemed to really he was you know having a great time he gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek at my car at the end of the date then i did see him one more time at my daughter's sixth birthday party uh, a couple days later so we had the date and then a couple of days later he shows up at my daughter's sixth birthday party which was great uh he brought his daughter over and the kids had a great time and he seemed to enjoy hanging out and talking to people. No hug or anything at the end since his daughter was there. And I don't think either of us was ready to kind of let too many people know that we knew each other outside of ballet class. Right. And that was the last I heard from him. And, you know, now I don't want to walk into class and there would be all this awkwardness. So I'd like an answer as to why he hasn't replied to any of my texts.
2: Well, I don't know. That might be a good excuse to find out when you see him.
1: Oh, I don't know, though. I don't know. I couldn't. I want to know. I think I want to know this way. I'd rather know.
2: You want us to do the reconnaissance for you?
1: Yes, please.
2: I understand that. Okay, so it's all good then till the very end, huh? do you think, or did it feel weird at any point?
1: There was no weirdness. We had a great date, um, and the next time I saw him, it was perfectly cordial and polite, and, like, you know, there were the appropriate boundaries considering we both have kids, we're both single parents, so it was, it, everything seems normal. I just don't know, Yeah, obviously it's not because he's not responding, and I would love to know what's up.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Tony, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to call Daniel... And get his perspective, see what he's willing to share about you okay. and his date with you, his interactions with you as we continue with Second Date Up. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
1: Surgery has has
2: Update right here at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Tony met Daniel at her daughter's dance class. They both have kids in the same dance class, and she took the opportunity to ask him out to dinner, and it was fantastic. She hasn't heard from him since, and she was very careful to behave herself, you know, She doesn't look back on it with any real trepidation. She felt like she controlled herself, and it was overall a great date, but for whatever reason, no response to your text, phone calls, not even a thanks for a great evening, huh, Tony? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: So unless there's anything else, did we we miss any important details before we make the call, anything we need to know? I'm
1: just going to remind you one more time that he's very attractive. All
2: right, well, let's see what he thinks. (laughs) Well, let's see what he thinks about you.
1: I kind of want to see a pic inquisitive now i wish i could send one to you guys i, I know you I are setting some people.
2: high expectations you sure you. are all right let's call <laughs> daniel and see Great. what he's got to say
3: hello this is daniel
2: daniel it's jeff and jen at q102 how are you doing this morning how are you doing pretty good were you expecting our call
3: no what can i do for you
2: um, I got the whole gang here by the way. Jen, Fritch, and Tim are all here. Good morning, speakerphone.
3: Okay. All right. I've heard of your show.
2: Well, good. You ever have a chance to listen?
3: Not so much. A lot of my employees though listen and they like it very much. All
2: right. Well, that's cool. Thank you for letting them listen at work. Of course. So the reason we're calling is because one of your fans called us. Her name is Tony, told us that you guys had dinner recently, and she had a fantastic time, had a lot of lovely things to say about you and what a good guy you are, and not to make you feel uncomfortable, not to shower you with all this flattery, but I will say that the one negative, if there is a negative, is that she hasn't seen you since her daughter's birthday party.
3: Yeah, I have have not seen her. I know that I'm going to run into her again. Um, Tony is a great lady. We had a great time. She was a little nervous, but that didn't bother me. I, I think I think the date went, went well. It was just after the date, I was at her daughter's birthday party, and it was just a, an awkward moment there that really made me think twice.
2: All right. Well, would you be willing to talk about that? I can sense a little nervousness in your voice, and I know that this is a surprise phone call you weren't expecting, and we're kind of putting you on the spot here, but if you could just kind of take it from the beginning and – where it sort of went wrong for you. I know that Tony would really appreciate that.
3: Yeah. You know, at one point during the birthday party, after the presents were opened, I noticed that she went to a couple of the other parents and just kind of suggested that, well, you know, my daughter's not going to really play with this toy and she's not really going to use this. So you can kind of take the present back. And I, I overheard that and, and I, I, I wasn't sure what I heard. And, you know, she did it two other times, two other parents. And, I just felt so embarrassed for those other parents and the daughters, you know, with the, what are they going to do, bring the birthday present home with them. and
2: So I meaning thought, what, like so, the, so her daughter was opening the presents and then mom would take them from her and give them back to the other parents?
3: Yeah, well, not, not right then in that moment, but after, after all the presents were open, she like went up to the individual parents and was like, oh, you know, my daughter's not really going to play with this. So you could take it home. We don't need it kind oh. of type thing. And okay. I just felt like she was so critical. You know, it's just a, a a present, you know, you accept a gift and, and, and you accept it you graciously. You it up
1: and, yeah. <laughs> and
0: yeah. you do whatever yeah. you do with it when the party's over.
1: Uh, yeah. Or, like, you gifted to somebody else that you know can use it down the road. That's what I do.
3: So, I don't know, that really made me, I started just getting really, I don't know, I was scared about how critical she would be of me or any gifts that I gave her or, I don't know, it was just really awkward and I haven't had the guts to really call her to talk to her about it because I wanted to avoid this conversation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've been to a lot of kids' birthday parties and I've never seen that happen.
1: I'm very nice. I really am. (laughs) I'm just a a bit of a minimalist, you know, so I I didn't really want a bunch of stuff in my house, and I know that my daughter is not going to play with these things or use them, and we just went through a big purge, so I'm extra in tune with what we'll use and what we won't and what she'll play with and what she won't, and I guess I just figured that it would be easier and kinder, honestly, like, which it sounds terrible um, when you hear it back, but, it, you know, I was... Trying to be nice to give the presents back instead of reselling them or regifting them, you know, and just letting the parents who bought them have the option. So, like, you know, most kids give presents that they themselves want, so I thought it was a nice suggestion for them to keep it for their kids, because yeah. maybe their kids would want it instead, you know. I
2: So you didn't I mean it really- in a mean and... Negative or critical way?
1: No, not at all. No, not, no. Like, it was, they were extremely thoughtful gifts. It's just that my daughter is picky and we don't have a lot of stuff in the house. And it really was just a, it was that, that's it. And that's what I was explaining to some of these parents, too. So maybe he saw me, you might not have heard the whole explanation. They, They were all fine with it, to the best of my knowledge.
3: You know, there's an expression, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Mm. something like that right you know i just it's a disappointment i would think you know maybe the child wanted her to have that gift and Mm -hmm. i don't know i I don't like to disappoint my daughter and if that happened to us, it would be a long, awkward conversation on the way home with my daughter. I don't yeah. know how I would explain it. How
2: to explain like, why? Tony, was- what if just, I, you know, I know hindsight is always twenty twenty, but what if next birthday party, you kind of go into it like no gifts, please? Or, I, I don't know how your daughter would feel about that, but you think that's something your daughter would go for, like if it was an opportunity to maybe donate to a charity or some social cause?
1: Yeah, that's probably a much better way to do it. She loves animals, so probably... Donate to an animal shelter or something. I mean, she's not, she's not one of those six-year-olds that plays with a lot of toys. Like she likes to draw and she likes to. So yeah, I'll probably do that next time because it does sound really bad. I guess. I also think that like our family does this. um, Like with you know, there's different places you can go, but you can put together like a wish list for them, and then maybe you can send that in addition to you know, like if somebody asks you, like, what does Penelope need? I just send them the wish list, like, and it's got everything from like crayons to shoes to whatever on it. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) No, don't be embarrassed. That was totally not my intention.
2: I bought Jenna Heifer once.
1: (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) I mean, what do you get for the woman who literally possesses everything? I got it all. I just thought this is great because this is like in a third world country mm-hmm, where you mm-hmm, can buy mm-hmm. an animal for a family that they can raise. And yeah. I just, in in your name, in your honor, That's I right. thought that was a way to honor you for your birthday is helping other people. And who doesn't want a heifer? <laughs> you are moving to a farm. That's true. <laughs> you of all people could appreciate How that. How
0: is that cow doing? How is that heifer? I don't know. I haven't heard from the heifer Oh, in a it's while. been
2: long been eaten, but the <laughs> point I'm making... <laughs>
0: Delicious, I heard. <laughs> I have no idea.
2: It was a few years ago. Well, Daniel, uh, listen. I, I don't know if you'd be willing to consider another date with Tony. She seems like a very nice lady who was trying to do the right thing, and maybe her execution wasn't the best. But would you consider going out with her again if we paid for it?
3: I, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I think it's probably best if we just stay friends. I'm going to mm. see her enough, and probably be the best for our daughters.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I hope you guys are friends. Yeah. You both seem like nice folks. I want you to enjoy well, dance Daniel, class. I
1: think you're a really nice guy, and I hope we can be friends. And I'm sorry if there was any awkwardness. And the date was wonderful. I had a great time. So thank you for, at the very least, a fun night out. I really appreciate that.
3: Absolutely. Don't worry.
2: All right. Thank you both for coming on Second Date Update.
1: Thanks, guys.
2: Credit to her for the way she handled his rejection, though. Because she's like, she hey, you know, I think well. you're a nice guy, and I... You know, I'll see with the thing and I hope there's no awkwardness. Like she's putting it out there so that yeah. when they do see each other, hopefully it'll be cordial and get, e- get easier with each time they see each
0: yeah. other. It'll be interesting. I hope she- I would like a I would like a check in. I would to too. see how that
2: went. I'm noticing maybe maybe you're noticing this, too. It is harder to turn people around on second date update. Like there have been times where we sort of once they hear an explanation of their behavior. Yeah. Quite often they used to back in the day, they would. Change their mind maybe or reconsider, but I I feel like that happens less and less no matter how legitimate or logical the explanation is.
0: Yeah, it's like their minds have been made up, which makes me think that they that that wasn't the only reason, yeah, that there was something else. They just weren't into them anyway. They just weren't into them, and that just confirmed their suspicions to begin with. Right. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast,
2: brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.